This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So if you have a 17-year NFL career and you are fourth most all-time in sacks with 159.5, and you also have 10 double-digit sack seasons, which is the third most all-time behind two other Hall of Famers, and you're an edge rusher, sounds like you should be in the Hall of Fame, right? Yes, I would say so. Yes, that would be Julius Peppers. Yes. Without a doubt, just I hope they have his bust, his statue, all that's already made. Love some pep. Julius Peppers in the Hall of Fame. No-brainer. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He's a no-brainer. By the way, Dennis Cox sitting in for Adam Gold. This is the Adam Gold Show. Victoria producing us as always. Adam will be back in the new year. I know you guys are probably missing him. 2024. Yep. Maybe maybe tomorrow we'll do New Year's resolutions for Adam. We should. We should. Watch more soccer. Go get it. (laughs) I don't think that's the issue. Then he'll never see his family. Exactly. I don't think that's the problem. But we look at the NFL Hall of Fame finalists. Okay? So we're of this group of people, it's going to get whittled down to five. Julius Peppers, Antonio Gates are first-timers. First years of eligibility, they are on the finalist list. Makes sense. Antonio Gates, one of the best wide receivers of all time. He's right up there in total catches and yards, and he holds the record, I think, for tight ends with 116 touchdown receptions. And I think his his number of catches is second behind Tony Gonzalez, and I think his yards is second behind Jason Witten. And this is all time. Like, yeah, that guy should probably go in. Yeah. That guy should probably go in. And you know what? First ballot, no problem with it. A guy who's been waiting, waiting for a long time, probably waiting longer than he should than he should have been, Torrey Holt. Yeah. Without a doubt, that guy should be in the Hall of Fame. I get people are like, well, he was part of the greatest show on turf because, you know, there's Kurt Warner was there and there's Isaac Bruce and they have Marshall Falk. Like, well, yeah, those guys also got their stats because Torrey Holt was also there too. Like, you had to worry about him. It was a team effort. Exactly. But we're also looking at what he, what he accomplished individually and Torrey Holt should Absolutely be in there. Then you have Reggie Wayne, the longtime receiver with the Indianapolis Colts. Phenomenal career. Gosh, I loved watching the Colts offense when it was Peyton Manning at quarterback. They had Edgerin James, Dallas Clark at tight end, Marvin Harrison Sr., and they had Reggie Wayne. Like, that offense was fun to watch. So good. Then you have some other guys like Patrick Willis, who's a linebacker, Dwight Freeney, who's an edge rusher, Jared Allen, who's an edge rusher, Willie Anderson, Darren Woodson, Devin Hester. Some other first-time guys like Eric Allen and Roddy Harrison, who are defensive backs. You had Fred Taylor, who's a running back, played a long time with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he played a couple seasons with New England. Offensive lineman Jari Evans also made it. But who know who I didn't mention as part of that finalist list? Steve Smith Sr. Not okay. Not cool. Steve Smith Sr. And I know a lot of people are going to say Andre Johnson, who was a wide receiver for the Houston Texans. I know I think he played his last couple seasons, like one year in Indy and one year I think as well with maybe with New England Patriots. Actually, I'm sorry, Tennessee Titans. He played his last two seasons, uh, one with Indy and one with Tennessee. But overall, 14-year career. Great career for Andre Johnson. Steve Smith, 
great career as well. So it's like, well, why did one guy be a finalist and the others not? Now, I think when it comes to finalist voting, I think the voters sometimes like to spread things out over position because you you look at it, okay, Holt, Wayne, those guys should probably get in this uh, this year into the Hall of Fame or this upcoming year, I should say. Those guys are probably going to be in. It's like, okay, well, we don't want to have four wide receivers on the ballot. So, okay, there might have been a split vote between Andre Johnson and Steve Smith Sr., and, and I think Andre Johnson edged him out. But it's like, well, I'm sorry, Steve Smith Sr. had a better career than Fred Taylor. I know they played different positions, but I'm like, I'm sorry, Steve Smith felt more impactful in his career than Fred Taylor did as a running back. Yeah. Now, Fred Taylor had some really good seasons. Don't get me wrong. I think I have multiple thousand-yard seasons after the age of 30. So there's like a longevity thing that comes in this. But Steve Smith Sr. also had some of his best seasons post-age 30. Now I get that's when Cam showed up. And then when he went to Baltimore, he had Joe Flacco. I get it. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend Coach Pete DeRuda with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Those two guys, better than Jake DeLome. Not a knock on Jake DeLome, it's just what it is. But Steve Smith Sr. also played a ton of his career without him. He did. I it was er- impressive. I mean, early in his career, he had Chris Winkie. Yeah. Then Rodney Pete. Yep. Then Jake DeLome. He made something out of nothing it, for a long time. For a long, long time. Now I get in Houston, you had Matt Schaub as a quarterback. Matt Schaub, Jake DeLome, kind of similar, I guess you can say, in terms of their talent level. Probably pretty similar. But Steve Smith also had a conservative head coach in John Fox for a long, long time, and he still put up the numbers that he did. So if you're going to ask if this guy was snubbed off the finalist list, yeah, I would say he was. Yeah, I would hate to see someone's position hold them back from being in because you're deserving of it, what you did, whether it's, you know, whether there's five wide receivers in there, okay, well, they deserve it. Yeah, exactly. If you're deserving, you're deserving. Now, there are some things that happen because, again, they're not they're not going to want to put five of one position in at, at a time. When you have some of these outlier guys, when I say outliers, like these automatic shoe-in guys, like when Terrell Owens became eligible, that guy was a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. That that slows down guys like Torrey Holt getting in, which then there's the backlog, which slows down Steve Smith and Andre Johnson and Reggie Wayne, these other guys. That's just unfortunately how this works. When Larry Fitzgerald becomes eligible, Larry Fitzgerald is probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Rightfully so. Larry Fitzgerald had a phenomenal career. Well, guess what? Other guys at his position are going to have to just wait another year longer. That's kind of how this works. And then, gosh, when Peyton Manning actually becomes eligible and and Tom Brady, these other guys become eligible. Well, those guys are first ballot. Well, guess what? Someone else has to wait another year. They only put in five a season. They only put in five. That's just unfortunately how this works. And they're going to want to put in Torrey Holt before his eligibility runs out. And Torrey Holt, again, should be in there anyway. So, yeah, did he get snubbed off the finalist list? Absolutely. 
But that doesn't mean at some point he won't be in the Hall of Fame. And I think that's the thing we got to keep in mind, is that as long as he gets there, does it matter how long you waited? Yeah. Like, you get there. Like, here's the thing for me when it comes to the Hall of Fame. You remember the guys that are, like, first ballot? Like, Troy Polamalu, first ballot Hall of Famer, right? First ballot. You remember those guys. Peyton Manning's going to be first ballot. But once you're in, you're in. That's all that matters. Once you got the gold jacket, it doesn't matter how fast you got it. Hey, he was at least he was put into the uh, Panther Hall of Fame, Hall of Honor, I should say. Anyway, the the Ring of Honor, he and Julius Peppers. That was, uh, yeah, all of them were rightfully so. Like he absolutely deserves to be there. And I Mm -hmm. think something we have to keep in mind when it comes to the the Hall of Fame stuff is that, yeah, you might have to wait a few years. Like Tory Holt has had to wait way too long, in my opinion. The guy should have been there a few years ago, but he's going to get there, I believe. And once he's in. It's all that matters. You can say Hall of Famer Tory Holt. When Steve Smith eventually does get there, Hall of Famer Steve Smith. Once he eventually gets in there, Reggie Wayne. Hall of Famer Reggie Wayne. That's all that matters. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's the first ballot guy, Ray Lewis. Ed Reed. First ballot, you're in. So I know a lot of people again are doing the comparisons with Andre Johnson. I mean, I'll 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 touch on the comparisons here real fast. If you look at Andre Johnson, the number of 1,000 yard receiving seasons in his career, I think he had seven. He had 2004, 2006, eight, 2009, 2010, 2012, 2013. He had seven. Steve Smith, 2003, 2005. Six, seven, eight, eleven, twelve, and fourteen. He had eight. He had eight seasons of a thousand plus yards. Receiving yard total, pretty similar. Andre Johnson, fourteen thousand one eighty five. Steve Smith, fourteen thousand seven thirty one. Steve Smith, eighty one touchdowns. Andre Johnson, seventy. Total number of receptions. Andre Johnson, one thousand sixty two. Steve Smith, one thousand thirty one. Pretty similar careers when you're looking at just the overall stats. I mean, Steve Smith, gosh, in 2005 was the AP, like, player of the year, if I remember correctly, offensive player of the year, multiple-time pro bowler. I mean, he's been absolutely stellar in his career. So, yeah, Yeah. if you want to sit there and say he got snubbed, not gonna disagree with you one bit. There's no way that he's not gonna make. There's you can't. That would be so sad. Just like Rod Brendamore. I know that's totally different and that's hockey, I, but it's the yeah, same thing. The same Both of these thing. guys, they need to be in the Hall of Fame. They and they the fact that it. they keep getting looked over is just frustrating. But I'm holding out, keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> it's probably gonna take longer than we want, but I think he eventually will get there. Yeah. And again, that's what matters. When he gets there. Once he's got the gold jacket on, doesn't matter when you got it. Once you're in that Hall of Fame, pop and bubbly. You can say that for life.